The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by a AmomentWithMorris.com and BlackBlueprints.com. That's BlackBlueprints with a Z.com. I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. We are back with the newest episode of the Say Something Podcast. Say some, say some, say something. Is where we get together. We talk about what's going on out here in this life, out here in the world, out here in these streets. In these cold, cold, cold streets. Being cold even in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> Coming at you with episode number 82. We 82 season. We 82 season, season 5. 82, well, 82, here we are. Yep, a lot going on out here as we do around here. We like to highlight uh, people that we need to, to shed a little light on that may not get the accolades or the recognition. A moment of black excellence with Jermaine Morris. Yeah, some folks out here that we think are news and noteworthy that we may or may not be aware of. That it's, you know, we need to tell our own stories and, and create our own narrative of what it is we do out here in this life. And this is to a brother. He's still here. He's still with us. You finally picked a brother or sister that's alive. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, yes. You got to give props to the ancestors as well as the contemporaries. This brother was born in New York in 1958. So he's not even that old. All right. So he's still with us. He old, but he old. Uh, Yeah. Genius mind. Uh, He went to Harvard, the University of Texas, Austin, Columbia. He studied astrophysics, science, and communication. Uh, his mother was a gerontologist for the Department of Health. She's uh, she's actually Puerto Rican, uh, and his father's black. His father was a um, studied sociology, and was the first director of the Harlem Youth Opportunities Unlimited. So, though they're big on scholars, they do still have that that drive and that need to feel like they needed to give back. At the early age of nine, he became fascinated with astronomy and the stars. Like the idea of looking beyond what he could just see in front of him in, in his imagination when it came to what could be out there, as well as the, the background with scholars to kind of put in the science behind us. He went on to uh, study at Harvard where he majored in physics. While he was there, he did crew wrestling. He studied dance, ballet, Afro-Caribbean. Like he's, you know, this brother not only was deep in the books, but but he was, you know, pretty, pretty well-rounded. Uh, so he studied at Harvard, went to Texas, Austin. He started doing lecturing at the University of Maryland, uh, got his degree from Columbia in astrophysics. Like this brother on his square when it comes to, to cracking open them books. And he spent his whole life focused on uh, stellar evolution and, and just the, the stars and constellations and just how uh, opening your mind further than what you can see at the end of your hand. Like the idea of. Uh, when you talk about dreaming big, dreaming astronomically big. Okay. And so uh, this brother, he's done books, radio, TV, uh, multiple awards, um, just just across the board in, in the area of education. And I think that these are some of the brothers that slip through the cracks when we think about the ones who are doing stuff out there. And uh, just give him a, a, a head nod and show a little love one time to uh, Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, yes. Tyson, brother. We're not talking Mike Tyson. Fan. Nah, but I do something that is where he did get hit in the Me Too era. He had, oh, an, really? he had an accusation, mm. which then uh, was was found uh, was dropped. Well, but uh, in 2018, not too many brothers has been able to survive the Me Too era. Yeah, he, he got. You hit ain't heard some, about a lot of brothers. He got hit with some me. accusations, but nothing was uh, substantiated. Everything was dropped. But it is you know worthy worthy to bring it up, man. 
but I think that, you know, we, we highlight our athletes and we highlight, you know, our entertainers. Yeah. Uh, the brothers just genius mind. That's a beautiful thing. You know, and I think that we need to highlight those brothers and sisters as well. The ones who are doing the deep in the books. Yes. I mean, degrees in physics and aeronautics. Black excellence. And, yeah. You know, and, and when we speak of what we known for, but what we don't celebrate or talk about enough. Yeah. Because when you get to the deep levels, the real channels, we're known for these things. Yeah. Like when you talk to the, when the people who know, yeah. when they when they know, when they talk, talk about scholars in astrophysics, yeah. when they want to talk about people who to come in and do these lectures at these major universities, yeah. it's us. Yeah. And the thing about it, what folks got to be familiar with is we were not taken from the motherland because we were savages and we were ignorant and we were stupid and we were foolish. We were mathematicians. We were the creator. We we're architects. These are the things that um, they utilize, right? They utilize our, our, our strength um, and our know-how, you know, the execution to be able to create. Like, think about the pyramids. I mean, math came from us, right? And I think that we lose sight of that. The story has been written over and over again, and it's been written wrong. So our young people need to know, even our older folks that when we were um, being taken from our homeland and even being here, the natives of this country, America, we were creators and, um, you know, the folks that were the engine, you know, that created everything that we see. So it yeah. wasn't just on some, well, we had to tame the savages. <laughs> it was nothing like that at all. No. And and that's why the, the, the language part is important. We talk about Africans in America is that we were not slaves, that we were enslaved. Yes. And that slaves are a specific thing. Yes. Enslaved is teachers yes. and philosophers yes. and farmers and parents. They and, did not. They took fun. the best of the best, yo. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the prisoners of the night. The Greek get credit for you know, being the great philosophers, but you know, they ransacked the Alexandria Library and they they sat up under African scholars yeah. to to get the game. Wars ruled the world. All that stuff, and so that's why it's important to 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 highlight these people that don't necessarily get the headlines, and and it's not cool in a lot of circles to talk about an astrophysicist. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it can, you know, and someone's like, man, I want to be an astrophysicist. Yeah, we got to make it cool. That's what, that's exactly that's make it exactly cool. the point. And so uh, we got people who, you know, he, you know, he goes out and does lectures and, and speaks to, to these major universities all the time. And uh, we just had a great lecture out here. Set. Yes. The message to the black community salute for us uh, having another great black blueprints event, as well as collaborating with live with nature. Um, you know, the collaborative effort of our community of bringing uh, our brother from Mississippi, David Banner, the Look. former what was it? What was it? What was the song? Like former, a pimp. Like a pimp. <laughs> a former like a pimp. Girls get yeah, down you know, on the flow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> brought the good brother in. Um, you know, doing all these, doing Black Blueprints events, folks, it's, it's, it's not easy. And, of course, thank my brother for coming through with the, the camera people and doing your thing. Shouts out to BJ. Shout out to the photo. You know, B took that. Yeah, BJ did his thing. Uh, and, and I definitely need a little snippet of that little interview if you don't mind. Oh, we get we getting all that stuff together. Thirty second snippet, if you can, you know. We getting all that together. I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, you did your little video thing. I was like, oh, that was dope. But anyway, so and that was me, by the way, too. Yeah, I, really, I, I did that video. I, I see your little, you know, your little, yeah, you know I mean, oh, at yeah. Jay, oh, oh, I had to put the tag. I on see there, that. I see that. I couldn't utilize it for myself. Yeah. But 
<laughs> the message to the black community, the powerful thing about it, and the reason why we do these things. For those who's never come to a Black Blueprints event, um, we've been doing Black Blueprints events since 2016, since I, you know, created the Black Blueprints. But that doesn't mean I've been limited on doing events. I've been doing events um, since I can remember, uh, but especially as I came into the community, doing the work, um, really started doing more conscious vibe events in 2014, um, collaborating on different things with other folks, but then decided to really get into more of a deeper level. Don't like to really wait for people to kind of wake up and say, we, we should do this, we should do that. So we've had a plethora of people coming. David Banner was something that folks wanted to have in Sacramento. He has come in Sacramento before, but it was whack the first time. No disrespect on the people that brought him in, but it wasn't the way it was with us. Yeah. And it was an important message. It was a message to the black community. And that message was was for us to unify. And I think the message is a similar messages that I can resonate from yeah. all of us is to unify collectively and to really help build. And the part of it was also the black business Sunday where we had the vendors and I've always been a person that wants to propel uh, entrepreneurship black businesses so this was a great way for folks to not only uh, be able to sell their product um, introduce their product and give information to folks to know that there are these different black businesses that here in Sacramento and it was lit it was on fire uh, shouts out to Dana Maisha shouts out to uh, you know BM shouts out to my daughter um uh, Everybody, shouts out to uh, Mama Rose, shouts out to uh, uh, the Black BSU for Health Professions, uh, Miss Stocksdale and Miss Washington that really held it down. Queen Wanda, who of course again held it down for the decorations. I mean, shouts out to all the people that made it happen. Of course, um, you know, Team Boy, the crew. Uh, it was a beautiful day because it was a stressful time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the message was on point. But I will say this, that I think that we have to stop relying on celebrity to get messaging that folks have already been saying over and over and over again. Yeah. Some about that, which two things. One, which I thought was was cool, was that the, who was there? So I saw members represented from uh, the Nation of Islam, those uh, followers yeah. of, of Islam. Yeah, shouts out to Les Simmons, my brother out there too. Uh, well. I was going down the line. The, the Moorish brothers that yeah. came out, I saw the, the, the black Christian um, faction was deep, as well as atheists, like people who didn't have a yeah. religious horse in the race, yeah. who still tried to come out and get the message. And, and so that was good to see that. And it was on Pride Day. Yeah. So, because yeah. that was kind of splitting. Yeah, the LBGT had their, their, they had their pride joint. out here. And in, so, in I'm excited that we packed the house. Like, yeah. you know, it was over 300 people in there that packed the, the joint. So, I was happy about that because I've heard some folks were like, you know, they wanted to be at both places. Some people did. I, that, yeah. That's great. I, I love that. But then again, some people chose to be where they wanted to be, and that's on them. But I really believe, specifically, we needed to get this message. But go ahead. Yeah, and so the first part is, is what I appreciated was that that all the different groups that were there who were just here to hear the message. Yeah. That whatever their ideology is, who they pray to, like say even LBGT, whomever that that just came out to get the word. Uh, the fact that there was children as well as elders. That were just the community as a whole is very, you know, uh, I appreciated that. The only thing that the the the, the day I guess we we'll call it the day after 
So the message in itself, okay. I think, w was great and how it was received. The only thing that got to me was some people's responses after. Mm. And I think that sometimes we miss messages because of something particular that we hold on to ourselves. What, 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 what responses did you hear? Well, that's why I was. Uh, so we have, like I said, all those different groups. No. And so uh, rather than take the message for, for face value for what it was, I just kept hearing from the different parts, the picking apart based upon their ideology. Like they all came out to hear. But then when it came to. Uh, so taking taking a turn. If you're if you're not religious and then you hear references to God, some people get turned off as soon as they hear God. Yep. If you are if you're a Moorish brother, then you hear some you refer to as black. Yep. All of a sudden they're turned off because you because yep. you refer to yourself as black. If you're you know nation like everybody's got if you you know you saying okay with black this and this and this, but then if you got a white girl, okay, all of a sudden I'm tuning you out. Like, whatever, yeah, like, like whatever your particular. It was too idea. hard for the fucking radio. Sometimes it was. I think sometimes we over analyze yeah instead of taking the message for what it is we have to see it through our particular lens yes. and i think that's where stuff gets lost and i think that that's where sometimes we don't move because we're hung up on our particular ideology yeah. our particular way that we see stuff or information has to be presented in a specific way for us to do something with it and then i also see those same people that are offended taking pictures with David Banner. But hey, that's okay. That's, <laughs> okay. that's okay. You know, oh, yeah, well, I didn't like, well, can I get, hey, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Shouts out to MJ, Black Blueprints, MJ, Miss Jackson. Shouts out for her because she was a very much an integral part on it. And again, live with nature. But I, you know what, man? What I've learned is that you can't please everybody. And, you know, as long as the vendors did well, as long as the people came in to support another Black Blueprints, uh, themed event and now we're going to be working on something else so you know come wait for that that's going to happen uh i don't think we just can please black people enough and i think that is the source of our trouble because my idea is you and i don't have to get along to yeah. get along but you and i have to find some common ground to do what we need to do to get us off the ground and that's it because as much as people dislike how I move and how I operate, you could imagine how many people I dislike and how they move and how they operate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, y'all can keep throwing your darts or keep hating on what Barry does, but trust and believe <laughs> for some of y'all folks, I, I, I feel the same exact way. But the difference between me is I know how to move in a room full of vultures and I know how to build with folks that I really don't have no reason to build with, but I will find the common ground between us and figure out if there's a point that we can build and build from there. Well, and why I think the, the, the second part sticks out for that particular thing. So it's a message to the black community teaching the, the, the significance of, of, you know, economic, self, economic, self, the family structure about moving forward, black so, love. But when we get hung up on the minutia of what we personally believe just on something as, and it's not to be disrespectful to the message, but as generic as message to the black community. Because that's just a, you know, this is an overview yeah. of a bunch of different areas that need to be addressed. And I did that on purpose, too. Well, well, well just so real quick. I did that on purpose because I didn't want it to be diluted with white people coming in thinking like, oh, David Banner's here. Well, go ahead. No, I get it. So if, when it comes to, if we are separating over the, 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 the small details of our particular ideology over something that's a blanket statement, no. a message to the black community. 
when it comes to really narrowing down really tough specific issues if we can't get past the general stuff just to hear the information for what it is to move forward just in a basic direction when it comes to fine-tuning and whittling it down to a specific thing it makes it nearly impossible because that was a, a, a real broad statement of what's all the things that we need to address. And here's some pinpoints. See, he, goes, he, he did get specific on a few. Here's yeah. some key things to address. But we've got another. Kind of kind of kind of went off a little bit, too. But, <laughs> you know, but, like, oh, but what I say to that to the point. is yeah. to say to where we're at now, where there's a major story in the news about how if we're trying to get in one focus in one direction about coming together to for a to a degree. Like the, the, the right now, the, the, the big reparation story, mm. if you're if you're going to divide and argue over something just as generic as we need to, you know, we need to get stay home. We need to, to, to pr- protect and provide. We need to make sure we have our education, like, you know, just the basics. Yeah. And we're going to argue over language at that when it comes to a big issue, like something as specific as reparations. Like there's this going to make it next to impossible to get on the same page for how something should be broken down, how money should go and all that. So that's why I say well, I, I think even in the idea of it, Nichols won't even think that we deserve it. That's what I'm saying. If, if, if we're we got to get past the minor stuff, like like I'm a firm believer. If we, if we all have to get from A to B, if we have to get from pick a map anywhere in America, if you have to get from San Francisco to Brooklyn, New York. Now, there's specific freeways you can take. There's particular directions you but can go. But I'd rather go. take a plane. But I'm saying if you got to drive where you're in control of, of getting there, just go east. Now, you want to argue with me over it's shorter to take this particular light. And if we cut through this parking lot, we got 3,000 miles east to go. I'm not going to argue over which which left to make in San Francisco. Like, just, let's just start moving in the general direction. And then we can start working on some stuff there. But we got to the point to where we're still stuck in San Francisco arguing over which 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 light to go or which one's a little bit faster that the car never moves. Black people are very problematic in their ideology. And that becomes the issue that I think we face more than ever. Um, the different uh, subcultures that we all live in. Right. You have Christianity and in, and let's just say religion. But then in religion, you have Christianity, you have Baptist, you have Muslim, you have, you know, Jews, you have Hebrew. It's all these different things that and this is more right. Um, Catholic. Uh, and this is all like a separate kind of uh, it's a different walk walk of, of what black people are. We're not talking about like white. We're talking about black people. Yeah, Black Hebrew Israelite move different than a black Catholic. In that sense, is already confusion. But then, when you go into the deeper, then you even have um, where black people who are suburban compared to the Negro that's hood. The classism side. So you now have that idea, right? Now, even going even more deeper into lens with this new creation of black feminism that has kind of created this new identity for black women who are and I don't want to push no buttons, but let's just go there that kind of feel to me wanting to have the same rights as white women where they've uh, kind of embraced this feminine side to them where they've kind of pushed back more of their black womanhood into more of this idea that white women have created. Then you have males dealing with the toxic masculinity piece or yeah. the black male in a way of 
incarceration, the black male in the way of separating from the, 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 um, the families, the black male in a way of trying to always figure out, well, um, should I be the gangster Negro? Should I be the athlete Negro? Should I be the uh, scholastic Negro? Should I be the corporate Negro? Uh, but I have a target on my back. <laughs> so you're moving in America in these different ways of being so many different people at one particular time. Then you have the other side where Negroes who do get a little bit of that privilege do get a little bit of the prestige the uh more uh elite negro who now believes that well shoot america's done right for me so what do i need to ask for america i'm trying to do more for america and don't look at the lens of reparation yep. don't look at the lens of enslavement really look at it on like well negro i did it you should be able to do it as well or worse off if i start talking this mess that it may cut my water off that's even better. What I did to get me here. So you have elite. So you have. <laughs> I may lose my position. So that's you, with y'all. So you have the elite <laughs> Negro. You have um, the uh, cool Negro because I think they're two different things, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can be elite well, without being a cool, exactly. definitely. And then as well as you have um, the Negro that you kind of touched on with classism. That's the athlete that also falls with the elite Negro, but kind of sometimes is a different temperament or the entertainer. So you have all of these Negroes and then you got the straight nigga. <laughs> then you got the straight nigga that don't, don't care get, about none of that. <laughs> shit about nothing. You know, he want to be on a block. He want to be in the hood. And, and I really use that word when I need to use that word because I don't want to use that word and I don't want this word to have power and be effective but when it's time to kind of give that shock value I'm going to use it so you have all these different brands of black people and then let's not even move into we're just talking about the American black yeah we're not even talking about the black that have no attachment to America but know that we are a part of their origin yeah whether they want to uh 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 agree to disagree that we come from the same soil we come from that same the fruit off the same tree yeah but they you know because of the language barriers yeah. and the cultural barriers you have that fight the reparations conversation becomes a deeper conversation than all of the tragic um history of america it actually comes down to if america was even willing to go about saying you're right how do we go ahead and make this right we would have more i believe from what you just said and from what we have seen yeah. of ideology and how we kind of surf from place to place we would have a deeper fight just trying to figure out ourselves what do we truly want okay so so sticking with that so this, this this is the first time in a presidential candidate where they're starting to come up where they're really actually posing the question some of these potential candidates about reparations and but that's because let's be but, clear that's because the pressure and folks like myself you other individuals speaking out it loud, clear, but I, and really making a true argument about it. So I, I just get, want to be clear. It's not because these motherfuckers just woke up no, one no, day no, and no, said no, it but, was but, right. But, but okay. follow with it. So, yeah. so this is the first time you start really get these national conversations yes. 
in, in regards to, 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 repar- to, to reparations. And so now to where it, it's it's getting some some motion and some discussion about the actual uh, breakdown. What would that look like financially? Who's supposed to be entitled to oh, it? It's gonna be crazy. You're, you're starting to get this is start. You're starting to move in a direction. Is this the cart before the horse? Because if we start to say they really start to get some leeway and really start moving, get some momentum about really breaking down and dissecting, doing research and trying to equate a dollar value or whatever that is, is that are we backwards? Because let's just say they came up with an idea. Have we had enough conversations about ourselves to to actually move forward when it pertains to reparations. No. What well, I'm saying. So yeah, like, no, we, we, no, we keep pushing. We pressing candidates yeah. about you need to put that up there. We're pressing no. Congress no. about we need to put this on the table because the wrong people are having the conversations and the right people that are having the conversations aren't talking to Congress. Because here's the thing: when things become popular, when things become um, put on the telescope of whatever government or whatever um, you know official or whatever trend yeah. it usually is coming from people that have been bystanders or like when you look at the Colin Kaepernick thing everyone started looking at Colin Kaepernick as he was the voice and he was like the um you know symbol of police brutality and speaking against it yeah. when it was almost he was um inspired by people like myself and others who were doing the work and, yeah. and it was screaming out and saying the injustices that are going on right now, currently, and him then taking a deeper look and a deeper lens of like, whoa, this shit is really affecting us and me as an athlete that has a little bit of some power and uh, a platform to say something. I have to say something. So I think that when folks are on the underground, because these conversations are not conversations that Negroes can have. Why? Because one, we once upon a time never believed that we could get a black president. So it was like conversation that Nichols would never have because it was like, that shit's never going to happen. Yeah. Two, we looked at reparations, some of us truly, even though um, one of the House of Representatives, Speaker, I know you're going to get into that, made this kind of blind statement about, uh, was it McConnelly? Uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch, yeah. Mitch, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Uh, he made this blind statement that what were basically reparations was when you guys got up the civil rights place. era, the, yeah, civil well, rights the, the civil war, uh, civil rights, and then you got era, the African American Obama. Obama. You got we got here was Obama. That is some of the same thinking of black people because yeah, black people really truly believe that one, there is no way to allocate that kind of monies to us currently right now. Two, who the hell is going to be considered black? Because a lot of Negroes have been saying Native American, others, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and then three, where in the hell do you believe that a Negro who's sitting down, ain't did nothing for nothing, ain't even tried, now all of a sudden is going to get a check? Negroes is going to feel some kind of way about that. So for us to say, when you're talking about having a conversation, we have not even been able to come to a place where we believe that police brutality is a reality, where we believe that um, focusing on local government and local laws that affect us in our little states and cities that we should kind of contribute into making sure that we do the policy changes or 
figured out a way to say, well, the education system has failed our our young African-American males and females. Let us create our own. We have not even gotten to a, a point where we've decided to look at our communities, our so-called black communities, and said, let us clean this shit up by ourselves with all the rich folk that we have, with all the folks that have access, and do something different. So it's hard-pressed to me to when now this conversation is growing and growing for folks to really have that deeper conversation with amongst ourselves because we don't even have any idea what this looks like and how to break it down because we have not been able to build without this discussion even being evolved. Okay, so is there even a point of moving forward? And, and the reason why I ask is, of course, is, there's a point. Well, well, the reason why I said, hell yeah, there's a point. Well, well, there's more to that. I, I know that, but I'm just but, saying. But hell I said, yeah. so in '68, when when Martin Luther King, oh, when when he, what a good when he, and ultimately this is why most people believe he was killed when when he made the reparations move, and everybody kept saying, oh well, there was you know no money for black people and this that and that, and at the exact same time they were giving away land in the Midwest and the West Coast to white families yes. uh, to help get a, a, a more basically an economic stimulus package yeah. to to get set up and start whether they've been born here or immigrants whatever to get established and to move forward. Same time they were doing land grants. Same time they were paying yes. farmers not to farm. Well, this is for folks that don't. Know. No, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just agreeing with you. I'm just yeah, yeah agreeing. With you. Uh, and so at that period of time, this is in 68. Yeah. And so 1968, 1968, not 1868, where where he said, you know, we're going to go to Washington. We're going to get our check. And this is this is what I said. People forget all that. I have a dream. stuff. this is why most people believe he took a bullet in the face. Uh, at that time, we had. We had the Nation of Islam. We had the, the, the Black Christian Network. We had the Black Panther Party. We had a bunch of miscellaneous groups that have never gotten credit because they didn't reach a national platform, but were doing work in anywhere America and their community maybe on a smaller level, but all pulling at the same time to, to get the word out and to create a, a band and unity and, and boycotts and protests, all working at the same time. Yeah. You could say the most we've ever been together nationally as 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 Africans. Now we've been in pockets when we were much smaller numbers and, and, and more congregated in the South. But this is the most that that period of time that civil rights there was the most that Black people in America, covering the entire United States, were all polling at the same time. And we weren't moving right then. So if if you take where we're at now. Where, like I said, something as simple as let's just have a conversation about trying to keep families together. Let's have a conversation about the, the importance of education and not necessarily a degree to hang on the wall, but but information that can be applied to better your household, to better your economics, to better your situation. You know, some 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 character moves, some integrity to have like some real basic points. We arguing over the most minuscule things over that type of message and killing over the most minuscule thing as well. So now when we take something as, as major as this. What are we doing? Well, first of all, I mean, everything that you said was um, right on. It was a spot on. And I think that this quiet conversation for those who were um, not fearful of what the drawback or the backlash, as I call it, would be from people who just looked at it like, well, we're living the American dream or we've got our reparations through this process or whatever the hell affirmative action, however you want to kind of play it. Um, a few more black millionaires. You got to remember, there's only five black billionaires, and Jay Z's become one of them. Yeah. That that's that's crazy, bro. 
five black million billionaires only five right and we can even name how many asian billionaires or white billionaires have been the simple fact that we have such a problem to come together to say whether you agree or not that there should be some kind of financial stimulus package and a financial doesn't necessarily need to be in monies, yeah. but in land or some kind of break, whether it's taxes, to help us navigate and get ahead of this curb as we are looking at the economic preparations, we have been steadily given a boot to our ass ever since they said we were emancipated and we were no longer uh, slaves. We can go to the convict leasing. We can go from the redlining. We can go from the Jim uh, Crow laws. We can go even to deeper in the, now the earlier parts to mass incarceration. You know, uh, uh, the drug, the war on drugs, aka the war on black people. We can go on to the the experiments of of uh, and and we can just keep on going with um, the genocide of black men and women by police brutality, aka police terror from the slave catchers how do we not sit there and have a deep conversation and be prepared to have a conversation to make us get something that has been um pushed away from us because we've been bamboozled to believe that it's almost us doing ourselves in and if we work a little bit harder we'll get everything when Jews have got money Indians have got money Asians have got money and in these same things that we're saying and this is just to name a few America wasn't even on the hook for a majority of these different we things. weren't on the hook for the Holocaust but yet we, we, but cashed, we're paying we out. cashed them out yeah so if we don't look at the cotton and tobacco industries, those things that help raise up America, if we don't turn around and look at um, the real estate booms, those things that have raised up America and those things that we have never been a part of and the newer boom, the cannabis boom, all things that have been directly, when you look at tobacco, you look at the cotton, enslavement of black people created those trillion dollar industries. Yeah. Haynes ain't gave me or you, and I've said it before on our podcast, ever a check. Yeah. Marlboro, Newport has never ever sent you or I none of a check. No. Then when you look at the real estate, we are literally living in places to where they gentrify it. They uh, buy us out, they raise up the rent, or to even go better, when we do start buying some of the property, they lowball us, <laughs> right? With higher interest rates. Higher interest rates. For, against our counterpart with the exact same financial situation. Exact same, and, and we're left in, in this pigeonhole, right? Then turn around, and you have all these other things that have constantly separated us from reaching that goal where there will be a few of us that reach that 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 Plymouth Rock yeah. and then a majority of us scraping fighting to get that for anyone to sit there and say when you look at the historical frame of America and what it's done to black people in general I ain't talking about nobody else but black people we have got 
again, the foot in our ass ever since we got here. Ever since we uh, uh, were invaded, <laughs> you know, however you yeah. want to put it, got here when they invaded us and they have not let go. Why? Because white folks have been um, petrified of the simple fact that the rising up of the ancestors of the enslaved would no longer be something where they can control, but they will no longer exist. And I feel that. The reason why they keep running around in circles about not giving reparations, how reparations was going to be given is because melanated people who are superior by being us who we are would separate in such a way that we now will create what we don't have industries. Right. And that's the thing that we lack. Could you imagine us having the counterpart to Nike? Can you imagine us having a counterpart to Dignity Health, Kaiser? Could you imagine us having the counterpart to the NBA, to Major League Baseball? Could you imagine us having a counterpart to their college institutions? All the things that we have bought into, that we've sold, that we have raised, yeah. that we created, we would no longer have use for because now if I'm given my land, if I'm giving my check, if I'm giving my fair inheritance because of enslavement, I now am in the game to where I'm not begging, yeah. I'm not praying, I'm not borrowing. I have my own. And it's not my own because it was some kind of gift given to some white from some white folks because they felt bad. It was because what they stole from us. Yeah, and so I, I've said it all the time before. Like we we get you know with a butt of jokes of all these other cultures in America about how we behave or or, or whatever. Uh, the day that we get all our stuff together is the day that everybody else goes broke. Like we fund every other group, community, and culture in the United States of America. That that them trillions of dollars that that we that we trick off every year, we don't spend it with ourselves. Not at all. So you know we make the the. Uh, the Latino immigrants, we make them money. The Asian immigrants, the Indian, East Indian, the 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 Arab, the the Caucasian, like we're the ones that fund their lifestyle. We're the ones that pay for their kids to go to school. We're the ones that allow them to buy homes and then have their value go up and, and create equity so they can continue to prosper and to thrive and to build. The day that we become self-sufficient, they're all they're getting their water cut off. <laughs> So in reality, it is not in their benefit for, for us to be better. Like y'all about to trick off a trillion dollars to us. You're not going to spend it amongst yourselves. Mm. So you won't give this to us and build all of us up. There was a comment, uh, a quote by uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, who was addressing this 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 today okay. uh, when it came to reparations. He said the reparations debate is fruitless at this point because you're negotiating with direct descendants of those who brought their children to public lynchings like they were a family picnic. Mm. Deep. Like you, 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 you come in to have a discussion with some people who like, their direct lineage are people who they used to have truly big family gathering, big, big family picnics where they used to have games. Now they do them in carnivals where they change it up a little bit, where they get, they have like the, the cutout where you stick your face in and you throw like a sandbag at them or you throw a water balloon at them. Well, back then they used to have a little game called hit the nigger where they would put children <laughs> and have their faces sticking out those cutouts and they used to throw rocks at them. 
You know, they used to lynch black people in the trees and set them on fire and take postcards, take pictures and make postcards out of them that the family went home with and put it in the scrapbook. Like these are the people he said, these are the direct descendants. And they're not talking about ancestry by like 200 years. No, you're talking about grandma. Yeah. You know, like, like we were talking before, uh, like my grandfather was born in 1933. Mother, grandfather passed was born in 23. And they remember all this stuff from their lifetime. And on top of that, we're still feeling the effects of all. Yeah, that. I mean, to, 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 the, to the, <laughs> the reverberation, I ain't mean, talking about like where we get the, the effect. I'm talking about dudes, men and women who directly remember. Yeah. It's not like they had to feel the effects in the wake of. Motherfuckers they are still alive. Physically remember. And when it comes to to all the the, the economic problems, the credit redlining, the it, it, happy Juneteenth, uh, happy Juneteenth to you, the two happy part, Juneteenth, two part misconception. Ya. Number one, to Mitch McConnell's point, Harry said that they, they part of their reparations was making Obama president. Uh, Barack Obama is not a, an African descendant of slavery. His father was Kenyan, his mother was white, mm. so he, he does not come from a lineage that that that's the case. And the, the the second part when it comes to... But hold to, on real quick. That's the stupidity and that's the ignorance and that's the privilege of white people that know they owe us. Because in any other kind of culture or any other persons that you got free labor from yeah, and you're benefiting from that, you know you owe someone. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and when it comes to uh, emancipation, when you're talking about the full totality of why this is important... It, it, Emancipation Proclamation did not free enslaved people. No. It, it more so transferred the title from private to, to, to state. <laughs> did it? Like, if you go through the paperwork, it didn't say that these people, you are all now free, free citizens to go amongst the world. It said that you are no longer captives in this particular system that slavery is abolished with the exception of incarceration. Yes, sir. So, as soon as you were no longer under John Smith, then they they put in all those the the the, the, the black codes and the John and, and the Jim Crow and all that stuff where it literally was against the law to do anything black. Yes. Uh, they had laws to where black codes. Yeah. Remember where, that, folks. Black codes. Look that up. Google that. Where you had people in the South who decided that they wanted to get out of the South, so they used to hop on trains and and try to ride the rails to the north or to the west or any way to get the hell out of Dodge. So it then became illegal to be black standing by by railroad tracks because they knew if you're standing by railroad tracks, you're waiting for a train, you're trying to run. So if you were found standing next to a railroad track while you were black, that was against the law. And then once you got incarcerated, you were given sentences from a year to three years to 10 years to 15 years. And as soon as you got back in the system, you went right back to work. But instead of working for John Smith, you worked for the state of Georgia. And then when you think about redlining, right, you got to remember you have uneducated slaves. Yeah. Who don't know how to read, write, they know labor, yeah. right? How do they really know how much property or, or, or what the land, the 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 you know what I'm saying, the semantics of the, the land? They don't yeah. know anything. They just are kind of like, okay, you know, well, 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 Sir John said I've been as far as I've been. This is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And that situation is to me by itself is tragic. Why? Because you are basically saying that these free people who have now got this land are getting duped because they don't know. They can't read. They can't write. But they know they got some land. Yeah. And 
When you then go into outside of the 1800s, let's just go into now the 1940s. Yeah. Right. Well, now where black people are establishing their own communities and, and, and building out yeah. for themselves. You got Black Wall Street. Let's go back again into the 1800s, I believe, or maybe even the early 1900s. It might have been for Rosewood. Um, early, I, I, early 1900s. You have Rosewood. So you have these things that black people are now committed to say, all right, we're going to do for self because we know how, one, yeah. and we remember all of the horrific things that you've done, yeah. white man. <laughs> we remember all of the times you stood by and white watched us be desecrated white woman. So I'm going to stay the hell away from you and do my own things. Yeah. The jealousy and the fact that white folks no longer had the crutch or the ability to have someone labor for whatever idea or thought they had killed them. And to watch black people successfully become entrepreneurs and successfully with all of the stuff that had happened to them there the, these new generations of black young people rising up and creating their own it killed white people and they're looking at like yo we're going to get bought out we're not going to have our establishments uh, uh you know being uh what's that word i'm looking for our establishments uh, uh being with with a whole bunch of people in it, like you know, participate. We're not gonna have black people participating okay. in our shit, yeah. right? Because I have a drugstore. Johnny Bo has a drugstore. Johnny Bo is gonna probably have all his people there. We want everybody to go this drugstore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna do anything we possibly can. And if you gotta understand your history, the first bombing on American soil happened with Black Wall Street. Yeah. So. The idea dusters filled with fuel if they didn't burn the town down. With yeah, you. right. The idea that we would think that reparations was not due because it's overdue. The idea that we don't believe that we deserve some kind of crutch and some niggles philosophies will probably be. I don't want to take no handout or some niggles philosophy like, well, if we get the check, uh, shit, you know, we're going to spend it anyway. I get it. But I'm not here to hear slave talk. I'm not yeah. here to talk ignorant. I'm not here to talk to Negroes about what we think we should have. I'm here to talk about what we should have. And because we all know that everything a black person has to do to become a current citizen in America, to come to some equality in America, is always uh, led by some misguided misinterpretation, misinformation and a struggle I am tired of the beg I am tired yeah. of the talking about the struggle I am tired of talking about the gentrification I am tired of talking about the police brutality let's talk about some real ways that they can line us up I don't give a shit about how they have to figure it out because they figure it out and let us be able to they start having a conversation it out for about everything else they want yeah, to. Yeah, for sure. For for like I mean, for people who are like, well, there's no way, and you can't do this, 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 that. You could figure out a way to budget for everything else. This nation pisses away trillions of dollars every year in 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 foreign uh, issues and military stuff, and it's not going to education, the infrastructure of the country. So they, they figure out a way to to to, to do the books. For however they need to every single year. 
there there's ways that you can allocate this out. There, there's some numbers that you can crunch and, and that you can you can get this straight. Because uh, they just did, don't want to. That's, that's exactly it. And so I think that when you you have they to, don't want to, and Negroes are in fear of it actually happening. Go ahead. Yeah, when you're trying to have a real conversation, and, and reparations is not a handout. Nor is it a uh, it's not a welfare or say that again. Say, it, say, it, say, it, please be very clear and it, say that again. It, reparations is not a handout, nor is it welfare, Amen. nor is it um, public assistance. Hallelujah. No, is it, it's not a uh, it, it, it's, it's not a stimulus package. Nah. The fact is, is that uh, it, it's owed money. And Could so stop right there. It's owed money for free labor. So 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 take to this. So there's a, there's a website you can Come go to on, wherever bro. you work. So anytime if you've had a job before, Jesus mo- Christ, bro. most people have had a job that I, that they usually left and there was uh, res- the leftover ch- money on their paycheck. <laughs> like say you worked for nine days yeah. and you got your paycheck for seven. Uh, there's a website you can go to that'll show if you've overpaid on a bill then you close the account. Like you actually have money sitting somewhere, and and, and these different places. And the state uh, office has them. And they use the money that you have from your leftover check, then they collect interest on it. And they use that to do whatever they want with, with, with your money that's sitting there. So if you if you worked a job, you worked McDonald's back in 1992. Mm. All of a sudden, it's 2040. It's 2040. Mm. Your money has been sitting there this entire time. And they've used your money to do whatever it is that they wanted to do with it. You then going and filing the paperwork to sit, run me my check is not a handout. Mm. If the money sat there and your daughter then comes to collect it, that's not a handout to her. Talk to him. If your daughter gets passed and she has a son and he comes and said, you've been holding my granddaddy's money since 1992. It's not a handout. It's not a handout. And the fact is, is that we'll sit there and say that we'll call it inheritance if it's done a specific way. If you do it this way, that's white people like to call stuff birthrights. That, that, that's one of their terms. Mm. This, this is my birthright. This is this is my grandfather built this. My my great granddaddy fought for this. This is my birthright to have this. Reparations are the birthright of African descendants of slavery. Yes. That multiple centuries of, of labor, of abuse, of torture and torment went into the molding, shaping, and most importantly, funding of this nation. Mm. That you may be today saying, I'm struggling. How did I come up? But your daddy was okay. He just made poor choices. He benefited. He just squandered his. Mm. You know what I mean? (laughs) There are institutions and infrastructures that have been put in place to help you. Mm. If you are a Caucasian in America, these systems are there. Imagine going to school and being told you have access to the study guide. You got the the professor's phone number on speed dial. You got every tutor that you can possibly need. You've got the book on tape. You've got visual aids. You've got all that. Now, if you ever take advantage of that, that's entirely up to you. (laughs) But if you choose not to and you mess around and get a D, then you're sitting there saying, well, I have no privilege. I have no no leg up. We're we're the same. I got a D in this class. How am I privileged? Yeah, but there was a whole infrastructure put in place to help you pass. Mm. Meanwhile... Johnny sitting next to you, he's got three quarters of a book. Like it, it's got chapter one, then it jumps to chapter twelve. <laughs> it's been, it's not highlighted, it's blacked out, half the page is gone. There's no study guide, there's no syllabus. Yes. And he's got to figure out a way to get a passing grade. 
And because he finishes with a C and you got a D, you think that he's got a leg up over you. Yep. Like these are some of the mentalities that that people have in this country. And and when it comes to to reparations, I think that we have to have a real conversation on this side of the table. We have to have a deeper conversation. Yeah. And I I think that before we can really seriously have a conversation with them, we have to have a conversation with us. And we really have to sit there and come up with a dollar amount as well as um, line up a land amount. Right. Um, As well as a tax break you know let's really look into our education system why are black people even paying for any kind of education when it comes to college like you have every single uh culture besides black people that just recently uh newsom the governor of california apologized to the native americans about all of the genocide yeah on the California side, like we barely can get that. I think that was it. Maybe two thousand nine. They finally kind of like, yeah, we kind of we effed up a little bit. We probably man, yeah, we, we yeah, probably messed up a little yeah, bit. We probably should probably stunned you. We probably stunned your growth a little bit. But <laughs> the racism in America has been so much fueled on fear, and that's the fear of losing their position. That's the fear of allowing. Remember, we are the superior beings. We are the beginning and the end. That's why I created a black blueprint. It's like we are the black blueprints to civilization. The fear to no longer, you know, it's almost kind of like Brett Favre could never retire because Brett Favre not only loved the game, he probably didn't know what to do after the game. And he loved the fact that. That he was Brett Favre and he was considered the number one quarterback, yeah. right? Okay. To to fall from grace and to fall, finally have to sit there and like, uh, you it's know over. what? It's over. <laughs> to have that run, like, yo, I'm not the number one, like, eh, you know, Aaron Rodgers time. It's like, whoa, it's shell shock. That's yeah. why it was like, yo, okay, you want the young bull? I'm gonna go to Minnesota. Yeah. You can't let go of who you once were, and white America. Has to like come to this reality. The most resilient people that you've tried to get rid of, they're still here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're still here, and now we finally got together to at least formally be serious about having this real conversation that the UN says we're old, that we know for the most of us are old, and. What would be a total game changer if black people had the ability to get a tax break, if black people had the ability to uh, have a break on college tuition because other cultures have gotten those little breaks. Yeah, Native, we're not talking about affirmative action. Said, Native Americans, if you can prove one eighth to blood me. to a particular tribe, you get a check off top. Regardless of what, if you talk about, well, you're giving money to, to people who didn't, or, or, well, I wasn't around when we were, you know, slaughtering Indians. Why do they get a check? There's not that argument when it comes to a Cherokee getting a check. Ain't nobody over here sitting there saying, how come how come Navajo Jim is over here getting broke off? Yeah, and then the nobody's sitting there. But I'm saying like yeah, nobody's well, arguing about that. You're and right. so if you can do the, if you can sit there and say, okay, well, if you're if you can prove all you need is an eighth. If you can prove that you're an eighth of a particular tribe, you are you are you locked in on some money. I don't want to hear. Go ahead, for something. If, if you can do the math on that, yeah. 
where you're you're tracking down lineage of yeah. a to an eighth yeah. of a of a bloodline. I don't want to hear no bullshit about. Yeah, it. don't tell me you can't figure out what, no what, what, what shit about us. It is a reality that because of all of the things that we've lined up and read down for those who don't know, for those who do know, that has been happening since the time we've got here or the time they've gotten here that has been the deficit to our black plight because every time we seem to move and navigate for better we're in another crisis if they don't believe this is all the effects of what was created to keep us in bondage they've lost their goddamn mind and for any black person that is not being serious about saying this is what we need. And it's not even for us. It's for the next generation to it become a little bit. See, as long as white people are in power, it will never be an even playing field. Yeah. But as long as I feel we have a little bit more than what we have, we'll be able to play. Yeah. And I'm saying that by saying you don't have to be the athlete. You don't have to be the entertainer. Could be the normal Joe with your own talent, your own ability that doesn't resonate to make the white man a profit margin that's ludicrous. Because the white person is gonna allow the six five Negro to come every time. Like yo, you you welcome to the show. Yeah. But what about the five nine Negro that can't shoot ball, that yeah. can't play football? Right? He's just an educated mind. We gotta go through all the loops and all the turns of the world. Or what about the your young brother in the hood? Why can't they have the opportunity? What this is about evening up the access and the opportunity field. So it allows us to really embody some of the things that I think we have in our mind of what, as we would love to call it, what kind of looks like. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah. I think that has to be uh, something that white people have to start owning up. The white guilt. And their idea that, well, it wasn't that bad or their idea that, well, you know, you guys are doing well. The simple fact or that we saved you, the simple fact that you had what I want to say, I hope I'm not getting the number right wrong, but thirty five billion dollars to to the Europeans when slavery ended over there in Europe. Right. Was it thirty five? billion? Uh, don't hold me to that. Number. OK, well, I know they was given reparations no. to end slavery. And we have gotten absolutely nothing but, again, their foot in our asses. And we can go on with lists. We've, we've brought enough. The argument doesn't even have to be sustained. It is just simply this. We don't have to go any further. Our ancestors labored for this country for free. Yeah. With genocide, with rape. With children trafficking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 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 and when we're talking about rape, the raping of the men, men and, and the women. women. And to be in these harsh conditions that you wouldn't ever let your worst of worst enemies be in. And then after all that, to continue to be brutalized to where we had a civil war. And now we're going and dealing with a civil rights. <laughs> and then even after the civil rights, we're still fighting. Okay, Come on, dog. White people in America would Jesus ask for Christ, the would man. ask for the death penalty 
if what was done to black people oh, were done to dogs. Jesus Christ, bro. If, if white people saw what was happen, what happened to black people happened to dogs, <laughs> cocker spaniels, little Springer Terrier, little if if they saw dogs being brutally abused, being starved out, being beat, being worked till their paws were bleeding, starved till their rib cage was showing, burned and abused just because it was Tuesday. They would want the death <laughs> penalty for everybody who was involved. But the sheer fact that it happened to black people, they don't at, care. At the hands of their relatives. Yeah. It, it is why this is going to be an uphill battle from now on. How and, uh, real quick, show me how the enslavement of free of, of the enslavement of the black people and the free labor that our ancestors gave has not benefited white people. I you can't because not only did it make this country rich, it's what brought Europe out of the dark ages. We financed countries on two continents stop it to start with at stop least it. two continents off don't of that go there spain britain all the France, all them came up italy uh portugal Whoa. all don't them came up don't go there under the labor of, of of african enslaved individuals no don't go there so even if you're like man my family didn't even come here until this year yeah they was getting paid off getting us paid. where they came from but all these things are conversations that we need to really get into. And as much as we'd like to put the heat on the other side of the table for what we need to hold people accountable for and the restitutions and, and the, the justice that needs to be served, we also have to be clear that we have a clear understanding and a focus of what it is that we want and be be steadfast in the things that we need and not get so hung up on the little details that we can't make the major moves. And these things all start off with a conversation which lead to an action. So as we get ready to make the moves, we have to start off by making sure that we say something. And I think that we need to make sure as we say something, we say something that's relevant. We start really designing and coming up with an idea of what it looks like, because I feel every black person has an idea of what it looks like. Not one black person is going to have that ultimate plan that says this is for all of us. Let us not backbite. Let us not backstab. Let us be able to come to the table in a collective with a united front to understand that this is a game changer. And in order for us to change the game, we must be as cunning, we must be as direct, and we must be as unified. And that means, Negro, I don't want to hear a sellout, a coon, a silly-ass Negro talk about we don't deserve it, we don't need it, and here's why. That's crazy. Because everything that has affected our black plight has been because of the enslavement of black people and everything that has become the rich land of America is because of free labor. All of that free labor for over 400 plus years has created empires upon empires upon empires. All the times where black people could not patent ideas, um, inventions that white people were easily able to steal and take has created some of the greatest um, corporations to this day. And now folks will say things have kind of changed in my eye. Not really. Progress has been made in my eye. Not enough. So we need to progressively charge this idea and make this our reality and not allow ourselves to go back and say, OK, we're all right. Let's move forward. Let's move forward on this reparation. Let's get serious about this shit.
All right, where can folks find you online for more conversations like this? Barry Axius at Twitter, Barry Axius on Facebook, Barry Axius on IG, um, and Black Blueprints with a Z.com. Y'all, we got some new shirts. Come on, come on, website, come holla. Um, Jermaine Morris on Facebook, every other social media platform is at J Morris CEO. It's been Say Something Podcast. Holla. And until next show, we will holla at you later. Indeed.